Today on the LA News Overtime Podcast, uh, Adam Cole, it's bad, it's still bad, and uh, it's going to get worse. Uh, Auburn has survives the most Pyrrhic victory I've ever seen, uh, maybe even more so than, than the infamous 3-2 to two game, to be honest with you. Um, I, Adam, Auburn's in a bad, bad place. I have a lot of takeaways. Um, I can get to them. But I mean, I just, do you agree, right? Yeah, no, I, I agree. And it's, I mean, we talked about, it's funny because I'm thinking back to the last two weeks and we talked about like the San Jose State win being a deflating win. And of course, I mean, Penn State was Penn State. And this one's weird because sure. it was, I mean, by all accounts, an ugly, sure. dare I say, disgusting loss or win, win. excuse sure. me. Well, uh, but see, I mean, see, right there, case in point. Um, no, it was a it was not a great win, but I would imagine I don't know. I'd just be curious to be a fly on the wall in the locker room because you you think about winning in that dramatic of a fashion, and surely it's emotional. And I wonder. Oh no, the, I dude, they they, they jump for joy. They sprayed the water. They did the whole thing, man. Just it's so it's so bad. The there, offensive line. I just it's it's all bad. This this is what I don't understand, and this is something I'm guessing about because Brian's post game press conference perplexed me because, you know, typically a coach would win a game like that and they come in there and go, you know what, man, good good teams win ugly. You know, like that was tough. We got a lot to correct. We've got a lot of problems, but we eked that one out. And Brian comes in there and he's like, oh, man, look, what, what a, what a well-played game between two well-coached teams. And I'm like, you're delusional. Well, you're a delusional human being unless you're just coach speaking and lying, which is also something you do. It's yeah. two choices. I was going to say not to, you know, not to use that adjective so much, but I mean, I think he's... Delusional? Sh- yeah, I think he's shown us before that he's very... I wouldn't even say delusional, but... Optimistic? Off- I think I think not willing to get super candid in the public eye because, you know, of course, Tank Bigsby Fair. last week only gets nine carries, and this week he gets 17, but somehow manages to only average like two yards a carry, which... Right. So that's a lot. Um, but well, And then all week he's like, oh, you guys aren't in the movies. You don't know what's going on right. with Tank. And then he comes out here and gives the, hands the ball to Tank the whole time. He's like, yeah, dude, everyone's right. You're wrong. Like, yeah. accept it. You showed it with your, with your actions instead of your words. And so, yeah, it, I'm, I'm not surpri- surprised at all that he came out and wasn't willing to get kind of real about it. And, um, you know. No, but, that's, been, that's, been his, that's been his MO really the whole time, mm-hmm. to be honest. He has been Mr. Coach Speak since the beginning, which is fine, I guess. If that's what you want, I don't know. It doesn't really help you win games. Yeah. And it doesn't give you excuses when you're losing. So yeah, I don't yeah, exactly. know. Exactly. And when you're losing and you're Mr. Coach speak and you're asking for the respective privacy of players and but also not being forthcoming about certain things, it just I don't know. It just makes a big mess for, for everyone watching. Right. Everyone watching. The fans, the people who root for you. Right. It just makes a mess and, and so it's I don't know. It's it's nuts, but no, let's what are your takeaways? Well, I mean, I don't know. Going back to the middle of the week, all the reporting was correct. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> TJ's hurt. Calzada did not play and is not an option. Uh, so all the things that he got frustrated with and was like, oh, well, who's reporting on this? Like, well, buddy, you're not in Boise anymore, and uh, people care about the team here, 365, and, and, and that's going to happen. Um, so, I, I, But beyond that, beyond, beyond just – I, I don't know where he's this this hostile to- takeover. He's trying. This is why. This is why I think you're at a point where you can't return. I I think we're past the point of no return. I don't expect Brian Harson to coach the team in 2023. It's just a matter of if they fire him after the LSU game, after the Georgia game, or they wait till the end of the season. That's it. Um, uh, I, I'm just saying he has not helped himself with the way 
it's gone about and the way he's talked and the way I mean I said it I said it the other day like if you if you have two quarterbacks hurt and you might could come out and say hey man this is why I have a plan but for x and y uncontrollable reasons outside my control mm-hmm. we've taken a few steps back but hey give me another year and we'll, we'll get this that and the other mm-hmm. uh he hasn't done that mm-hmm. and 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 frankly I mean you know, there's there's reasons that that sources close to to Finley and Calzada are talking about why they're hurt, mm-hmm. and the reason is because Brian won't say it, mm-hmm. and all Brian says every week is, "Oh, they're those guys are competing," right. and what he's saying between the lines is, "If all you get is that, you just say, wow, those guys just suck.'" Right, right. That's and why those. That's why injury reports get out. Yeah, no, and I mean, heck, you look at the opposition, and I mean, you know. Just an example, but like Eli Drinkwitz, every single what day of the week is it for the injury report? Thursday. Every <laughs> single every single Thursday, the guy has an injury <laughs> report that comes out, right. and you get the update, and you get to know. And so, right. you know, I think I don't know. I think a lot of this has been very telling and says a lot. And there was another point that I was going to get to that now I am blanking on. That's fine. That's but, fine. Uh, um, I don't think Missouri's a very good team. I think they're bad. I don't think I don't think any of these teams is gonna. Uh, is gonna gonna win another SEC game? I don't know. Maybe Missouri's got Vandy because it's the East, so maybe. Yeah. Uh, Auburn's not gonna win an SEC game this year. I don't think so. No. no, no. <laughs> and I mean, I don't know. Even by the football property of of you know teams are supposed to win at least one game that they're not, and vice versa. Like even at that rate, I think I don't know. I really think that's fat freaking chance at this point. So. Right. 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 Teams aren't good. Uh, things aren't good. Uh, Will. Like I wrote, uh, there's this weird, this weird purgatory we're in there now, though, because he did win. Uh, it's hard to fire a coach after, although somebody pointed out that they fired Gus after he won. But that was a season finale. Uh, hard to fire a coach in the middle of the season after after you win. I do expect that it could happen. I think you just have to look to. I think USC started this trend last year. Uh, they fired Kiffin early too, as it turned out. But so, yeah. but but th- this time the snowball is kind of turning. They fired uh, Clay Helton early last season, got a head start on that coaching search, and they got Lincoln Riley, who they're all universally excited about. And now this year we've seen. Uh, Herm Edwards from Arizona State be fired early this season. Uh, Scott Frost from Nebraska be fired early this season. I don't remember that ever happening. Maybe I'm wrong, but it seems like a new trend. It seems like a new day in college football. And 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 there was a once upon a time, man, because Tuberville and and Chizik, they finished those bad seasons 08 and uh, and and 2012. And it seemed unfathomable that you wouldn't wait until the Iron Bowl to to go ahead and fire them. But now. Honestly, for me, it seems unfathomable that you would get that far. So, uh, but maybe it could happen. Uh, we'll see. I don't know. I've I'm pretty pretty sold on uh, it's over, and uh, we're just waiting out the inevitable at this point um, because that was a bad performance by two bad teams, <laughs> and and everyone saw it, and no one and and the locker room should celebrate it. Derek Hall should certainly celebrate it because he won them the game. Uh, but no one outside of the locker room should celebrate that win. It was bad and ugly. And Auburn fans have been here before in 2008. They played Mississippi State, won 3-2 to two on the road in a universally mocked football game that had probably fewer punts than this game, to be honest. Uh, uh, just, just, just bad. They've been here before, and they know an, an embarrassing win when they see one. This was an embarrassing win and an embarrassing game. Any more thoughts, Adam Cole? Now you're going to LSU, and I guess, you know, do your 1-0 thing. You're going to go game by game, try to win. Don't not try to win. Right. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I don't. that's the thing is I don't know that there's much else to say because it's not like we got any new takeaways today. It's just a lot of the same. You right. know, offensive line as porous as we thought. No update on Tate Johnson, but even then, you know, uh, all due respect to him, uh, you know, 
doesn't right. seem like that's worth much at this point. Um, you know, of course they went up a team that <laughs> went up against the team that didn't really blow up on them in the past so you right. know you didn't see that hole exposed and right uh, but even then i mean they couldn't generate on the ground against a team that you know is considered very low bar so yeah you know it just it's it's a new example for the same issue and so were, yeah were you surprised by the way the fans showed up today you being your first uh, first year here personally yeah and and i think part of that comes from admittedly like my mizzou background of any game for the most sure. part was you know maybe you get a full stadium for a half whatever but you figure right. you figure the implications of a game like this like brian harson might not be the coach if they lose after the game right. you know and so you figure with that 11 a.m kick against a team that's just not very good like i right. kind of you know and, and again i say that with my you know sure. newer eye that's not used to the jordan hare experience but like yeah i was really surprised by it and i joked i, I told I told uh, Callum McAndrew of the St. Louis Post-Dispatch, our producer over here, uh, I told him it, it wasn't... <laughs> behind the, behind the it, soundboard. It wasn't Jordan... Yeah, it wasn't Jordan Hare magic today that, no. that did Mizzou in. It was Jordan Hare voodoo. Oh, it yeah. was just... It was cursed. It yeah. was cursed. It was a weird... I'm not going to use the phrase drunk, but you know people <laughs> use that phrase to describe games. Yeah. Whatever adjective you want to put in there. But yeah, no. Yeah. It was yeah. voodoo. Yeah, no, it's uh, yeah, no. Like I said, I said they'd be here, and they weren't. You know, that's just that's just knowing Auburn. Um, and I know they'll be back for this LSU game. You know, there'll be it'll be dire, and but people will show up. People will have made those plans already because it's a big rivalry game. People won't. Uh, you know, there'll be people who could have canceled their plans, but they'll stick with it now. They'll come on. So it will be a big game. Six o'clock. I think it's on ESPN proper again. Yes. ESPN Diesel. And uh, so, yeah, that, that's, that we'll see, man. Six o'clock, LSU, maybe he can win again, and maybe we're just waiting on Georgia and Alabama to, to, to put Old Yeller down. But this uh, does not look good, Adam. I think it's over. I can't say it's hard enough. That was so bad. And uh, the post-game presser, you know, if you're listening to this, you didn't get to watch that. You can go watch it if you want. It's kind of just alarmingly tone deaf, in my opinion. And uh, so, anyway, we're, we'll, we'll get out of here. That's all we've got. The sun's setting on uh, the media parking lot uh, here outside Jordan Hare. This this podcast has been just a just a bucket of joy. I know, and <laughs> we'll continue to be that. All right, everybody, thanks for listening.